This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Years ago, the Mariners played in the old kingdom. Oh, back in the 1990s. <laughs> this was uh, in uh, the Pinella years. We loved that ballpark when we were kids. They used to play a song during the seventh inning stretch called Louie Louie. Now that was music. The 1993 Mariners, when it all began, call for tickets. I mentioned a little bit earlier, like, we're starting to feel really good about this trade. Um, and it can work out for both teams, and that's fine. Uh, we've seen Ro- what Rojas has brought. We've seen what Canzone's done. And we kind of were talking... We were kind of talking uh, on the phone and just kind of thinking off the top of our heads. Do you think Rojas and Canzone, even though they weren't traded for these guys, they're definitely the replacements of AJ Pollock and Colton Wong. Do they already have more hits and home runs and RBIs and all those major contributions already, you know, in the few weeks that they've been here than Pollock and Wong did all season? Because it kind of feels like that. Oh, it sure does. I mean, I bet you there is some stats, uh, home runs, possibly they might be tied. Um, but uh, as far as a small sample size, what these guys have had and any small sample size of what Wong and Pollock have had, they've totally blew them out. But th- those two also have gotten, especially Wong, way more opportunities and plate appearances. So maybe the law of averages have uh, favored them. Well, I can tell you this right now between Pollock and Wong, they had seven home runs. Uh, so they're together. three behind? So, yes. So these two together are three behind. In like the, I, three, two or three weeks of playing yeah. for the Mariners. So I would assume they're going to eclipse them. And that was the thing. Are they going to eclipse that? That was the other part of the question. Are they going to, I should add that on. They Are they going to eclipse them this season in a, a month and a half that these guys had up until when they were traded or DFA'd home runs. Definitely. Um, when you go to RBIs, uh, Wong had 19 for the Mariners and, uh, Pollock had 15. That's actually kind of a stat that kind of surprises me. Um, but so right there, you, I, I thought maybe, I'm actually surprised Wong had that many. <laughs> and then I was, me, and, then, and, then, and then I was to, like, Pollock, that felt about right at 15, but, well, but they have, they have, they have uh 34 RBIs together. There was times where I forgot Pollock was on the, was even on the team. I mean, there was flat <laughs> out long periods of time where they just didn't play him. So right. I see why that was, is the case. 
Uh, as far as Canzone and Rojas on the RBIs, they're at a they're at eleven. So they've already gotten a third of the RBI total that those two did. I'm not even going to go to the averages. Um, I just feel like home runs and RBIs and then hits, just hits. You had uh, right now Rojas and Dominic Canzone uh, combined. So they got 27 hits between the two of them. Kenzone and Josh Rojas have 27 hits between the two of them. And Colton Wong brought in 32 hits. I'm sorry, 32 hits. And AJ Pollock brought in 22. So we're talking, these guys got 54 hits. And those guys were on the team for about 90 games. The, you <laughs> yeah. know, Pollock... And Long. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, you were getting nothing from them. Pollock, you rarely played. And Wong, when you threw out there, you weren't getting much from them. And, the, I mean, right there right, kind of shows you why they struggled and why this team has kind of taken off and started to win. Uh, they've get, they're getting contact from guys. They're putting – or these guys are getting – hitting with contact, putting balls in play, getting hits, hitting for uh, – hitting some big home runs and clutch situations. I mean, it's night and day difference. So, yes, they will eclipse this, obviously, this year. Uh, just was just a thing that we were we were kind of talking about and going, I wonder if they were. I wonder if they've already outplayed them because it feels like they've already made more moments. I know Pollock had, a, had a, like a good series against the A's, but I feel like I'd have a good series against the A's um, way back when, at the, <laughs> I mean, way at the start of the season. But, yeah, uh, we'll – We'll make sure that we keep our eye on that here on the podcast and we'll have some sort of little champagne split uh, salute to the guys when they pass them. I'm thinking they're going to pass them in the next three weeks. I think it's going to be mid-September and they're going to pass them on uh, the game or the runs, the home, the runs, the RBIs, the hits and the home runs. Yeah. People don't realize the Mariners weren't always a winning ball club. Things started to change back in the 1990s. They hired a manager named Lou Pinella. Fiery guy, Lou, hated to lose. As a player, he once threw his glove at the San Diego Chicken. The two eight-game winning streaks in the same month, we're talking the 2001 Mariners. We're talking the 2006 Minnesota Twins and the 2017 Dodgers are the only teams this century that have done that. Yeah, pretty amazing. Yeah, and here's a question. Here's just something to think about. What's more impressive, and I know it's easier to say in the now, was the 14-game winning streak more impressive last year considering – we lost a lot of guys to the to the brawl, but or do you feel like the two eight gamers in one month is more impressive to you? You know, uh, I, I'm going to go with uh, I got a couple answers. To me, the 14 game winning streak is more impressive uh, for this reason: um, you're almost going three times through your rotation. Um. 14 games in a row in the big leagues is pretty incredible. And then on the other side, if we're, we're talking about difference between the two years, um, 
the way it worked out uh, during that 14-game winning streak, uh, you didn't really pick up any games on the teams you were chasing in Houston. Um, they played really well at the same time. And then this year, you like you mentioned, two eight-game winning streaks uh, in the same month. But at the same time, the first-place team has lost seven in a row at the same time. And that's what has propelled you back into this race for the American League West. So differences in years, but for me, four, I mean, they're both very impressive, but to go 14 straight in a row, that's hard to do. That is hard to do. And I have to agree with you. That's two weeks, more than two weeks, because you're not always playing seven games a week. But let's just say, you know, two plus weeks of not losing a game also considering that they had players missing from, from the brawl. And I don't feel like as, as a talented team, they, they did that with it. The downside of that is, yeah, you didn't really gain much ground on the Rangers in the division, but you did gain some ground in the wild card during that time. But this month the Mariners have made huge gains all kinds of gains and why I want to say maybe the eight game the double eight games here might be as as impressive or maybe more to me it's to put up the eight games you know it, it sucks when a winning streak ends and then be able so quickly to go right back out there and match it again in a month is pretty impressive to me um, maybe Maybe it was a good thing that they lost this game. Now they got to match another eight games. You know, that would be, that would be the ultimate. Yeah. But I mean, we can get really wild. It could be up to about 20 games. I mean, you lost two and extras to Baltimore. You, you lose an extras to lose three in a row against Kansas city. And then you lose an extras in this last yeah, game to Chicago. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. it, I mean, that's how crazy you can look at it both ways. How amazing and maybe, that that 14 game winning streak and how close you were to maybe getting a 20 game winning streak. And that's how close and baseballs, you know, as they say, uh, plays can happen within inches. And, you know, that's the way it happened in the baseball gods or they didn't execute, just didn't work yeah. out for them in those days. They are fickle. They're very fickle, my friend. And that's what makes it so frustrating about that last loss. If you just put it in the vacuum of the of the winning streak, that's where it really kills you. They just went out there and, you know, just nothing happened and they laid an egg. I get it. It was, you know, how it happened. Now, you're right. We could be looking at a 20-game, uh, you know, Moneyball movie style, you, you know, winning streak here. Also... If you go back to last year, since you wanted to get wild, remember the Mariners had a nice little streak going on there. They get in a the fight. They lose that game because they lose the heart of their roster. I was there sitting there baking in the sun behind the dugout, watching the reliever from Anaheim throw the bubble gum across the field. And then the Mariners come home. They get their suspensions sent to them. They have this emotional drain out from the day before, lose that game. Then they go on this 14-game winning streak. So even last year, you could have had back-to-back -back seasons with 20-game winning streaks had not a couple of these weird little circumstances happened. But again, that's baseball. Yeah, and it's also frustrating as a Mariner fan, you know, when they start the season like they did and you're thinking they can't do this again. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just no possible way. They didn't do it again, but they've coupled half those games in a row with a loss in between to two eight-game winning streets, which has got them back in this race. A great month of August, a great month of July, or August isn't over, but a great month of July, and on the way to a better month in August. So it's it's been the tale of two seasons, no doubt. A lot of season to go. A there lot. Could be a, a lot. There could be. A, there could be a, another eight or niner. I mean, I, I'm just saying. You have Kansas City. They have given you problems, uh, but you have the A's right after that, and then you play the Mets. So there is nine winnable games in front of you. So there is a possibility they could do that. Not putting that kind of pressure on them. I'd like a nice seven and two or a six and three, but. I'm just saying. No, it would be incredible. Because we're getting to, wild. Yes, it'd be incredible to get that cushion maybe. Uh, the schedule is going to flip in September where you're playing better teams, including the ones that are tied with you and in front of you right now that will probably determine of where you're going to end up in the playoffs, hopefully. So, yeah, let's bank a few. I'm with you. Uh, 